Hey guys, welcome back to the Athlete Stories Podcast. This show is brought to you by Wadproof Bionic. Wadproof launched Bionic as a program to help members improve their mobility and the range of motion while becoming better overall athletes. Bionic tracks and analyzes movement in real time with the goal of providing unique mobility plans for each user. And you can get a free week of Bionic at the link in our show notes. The show is also brought to you by X Endurance Sports Supplements. X Endurance is one of the few products out there that's approved by informed sport for professional athletes. For those of you that take drug tests, X Endurance is good for you. There's also a discount in the show notes for them as well. Back to the show. Today, we have Paige Powers. Paige, how are you today? I'm doing great. How are you? I'm doing good. I'm glad to have you. It's good to catch up. How's, uh, how's life after qualifying for the adult CrossFit games? <laughs> um, it's really good. Uh, just hitting training really hard, harder than I ever have before and feeling super sore most days, but I love every second of it. That's awesome. And I think Mayhem is known for high volume in the off season. Um, what does that look like for you now? Just more volume basically yeah. or... Basically, yeah. Um, yeah, so what I thought we were doing before was a lot, and then Rich decided to sprinkle in a couple more workouts a day or a couple more pieces. So now it's like some days I feel like I was hit by a train, but <laughs> it's good. It's good. I just have to know it'll it'll all pay off in the end. Yeah, well, I mean, if anybody knows how to prepare for the CrossFit Games, I guess Rich would be somebody to lean on. Maybe, maybe. <laughs> um. And I don't, I don't know this to be true. I don't know where I heard this. Are you related? Are you like part of the Froning family or part of, um, are you related to Rich? Like, no, not blood. Um, I'm just really good friends with, um, I mean him now I've gotten closer with him this year since I've moved. Um, but his cousins, uh, Darren and JJ specifically, I'm basically their little sister, but not blood related. I think that's like, Somehow I had heard, yeah, that I, I thought that you were related, but you're not. Um, cool. Well, that clears it up, at least in my brain. Yeah. Um, so how did you get connected to the Mayhem family? I mean, are you from a part of the country that Darren is is training out of? Like, how did that work out for you? Yeah. Um, so I actually live, I grew up about 30 minutes from where Darren lives in Michigan now. Um, and my brother uh, decided to go to Tennessee Tech for college. So I, whenever we moved him in freshman year, I came to Mayhem to visit it because I knew about it and heard great things. And then that's where I met Darren. And he told me he was going to move back to Michigan um, within the next couple months. I was like, sweet, what can, what can I train anybody? And he took me under his wing. So that's awesome. Were you, how old were you back then? I was 16. Okay. And okay. So let's back up a little bit. When did you start CrossFit? I started when I was 14, um, almost 15. So it was end of 2017. Um, and yeah, so 2018 was like my first season of the open and the games. Awesome. What what led you to CrossFit? What made you get started in CrossFit? I was doing gymnastics beforehand. Um, I grew up doing that my whole life and I got burnt out, wasn't enjoying it anymore. And I felt like I needed a change of pace. 
And a lot of my old gymnast friends were doing CrossFit at the time, and they convinced me to try a class and ended up loving it. That's great. Would you say now that gymnastics is still the easiest part for you or has something else kind of worked its way into your wheelhouse? Um, I do think gymnastics is definitely up there. I do also love a barbell, um, specifically power cleans and squat snatches. Um, like two opposite things, but okay. Yeah. yeah. And those were probably the two that I struggled with the most at the beginning. Um, but yeah, I think those are kind of like two of the like random things I really love, but yeah, gymnastics is definitely top of the list. Awesome. Um, and you live in Cookville now full time, right? Yes. I moved here in January. Okay. After high school, you're like 19, 20? Yeah. Maybe? Okay. Did you, um, are you, did you go to college? Are you planning on going to college? Are you, do you have any thoughts around that? I mean, obviously I know you're pursuing your CrossFit career right now, but where do you, what's that like for you? Um, so this year is technically like a gap, um, but I'm not planning on going to college in the fall, um, but I'm, I'm still not exactly sure what I want to major in. And I feel like depending on that decision, that kind of depends on what college I want to go to. Um, so kind of just doing this while I can and while my body holds up and taking this opportunity. That's smart. If, uh, so what was your favorite subject in school, in high school or middle school? In high school, probably psychology. I think that's the only thing I've found super interesting. Um, but I'm not a huge school person. I got good grades, but definitely not my thing. <laughs> what uh, What about psychology interests you? Um, I don't know. Just kind of like learning how people are the way they are and... I don't know. There's just like so many things to it that I'm like, Oh wow. That's like, that's so interesting. Yeah. I agree with you. Um, so if you weren't a professional CrossFit athlete, what do you think you'd be doing with your life? Like career wise at this stage, or, I mean, you're, you're still relatively young, so you'd probably be working towards a career, but what do you think that would look like if you weren't doing CrossFit professionally? Um, honestly, I have no clue. I feel like it changes every like week honestly um but I do love like makeup and fashion um so I'd probably go to like beauty school or something along that sort got it um I, I don't know why but I had this you, you know like you, you and Gee and uh Bailey do all these pranks right um yeah What's the most recent prank that you guys did or that he did on you? So the most recent, it was kind of like our grand finale, we're calling it. Uh, <laughs> it's kinda, we teamed up. We have to. We teamed up against Guy. And um, I believe it was uh, on Saturday during Lakeland's birthday party at Rich's house. Um, I looked over and Guy's truck looked a little lonely. So... I looked at Bailey. I was like, hey, he his truck's there. Let's see if his keys are in it. And his keys ended up being in there. So we drove it up to Senior's house. And um, I followed Bailey in the truck. And then we went back. 
and he he was like he was laughing at us he knew we did something with his truck but he didn't know where so yeah we ended up taking it there and then we went there to set up for fourth of july anyway so it kind of worked out well for him (laughs) um what's the most trouble you've ever been in in your life (laughs) not much um i can't imagine but you never know Probably like being on the red card in second grade. Okay. Like, yeah, that that haunts me still to this day. <laughs> what What did you do to get on the red card? Can you explain the red card? Okay, so I don't know if all elementary schools have this, but we had like a um, green card, yellow card, and red card. Um, and each day you had like a calendar. And if you were good for the day, you got to fill it out green. If you're bad, red. And if you were like kind of on the edge, yellow. And I don't remember exactly, but I think it was like supposed to be quiet time. And um, I got up to get like a book or something. And my teacher thought I was doing something else or like mingling with friends. So she put me on red. And then I got to redeem myself, though, in art class because I was good in art class. So I got, I think, bumped up to, like, yellow. <laughs> wow. Yeah. I... yeah. Obviously, super rebellious kid. Clearly. Um, I'm sure you have so many other stories. Um, <laughs> what, is, what is your most proud moment prior to qualifying for the CrossFit Games uh, that you can recall? Um, it's a good question. Um, I don't know, maybe, maybe just graduating high school. Um, I mean, I know that sounds silly. Um, but senior year was like pretty rough for me. I had no motivation and like, it was COVID year and oh yeah, that's awkward. it was like train and Mentally, I was just not in school. I didn't like it. So um, I knew I was going to graduate. There was not really any question about it, but still just like checking that box. I feel like that was something to be proud of. Uh, It definitely is. You said you didn't like it very much. Um, I loved high school uh, for the most part. I mean, there's always like, there's always a lot of struggles in high school for sure. All the changes that are taking place and in your mind and in your body and with hundreds of other kids at the same time. Um, But why, uh, why didn't you like it? Were you just like at that point where you just kind of like your home was the CrossFit gym and like, you didn't like the school or what, what, what didn't you like about senior year? Um, I, I don't know exactly. I think, I think a lot of it did have to do with CrossFit um, because I um, wanted to train as much as I could and school kind of hindered that for me. Um, And looking back on it now, it's pretty crazy that I was doing seven hours of school a day because I I was in public school. um, And then I did take two classes online. my senior year, but, um, it, it was a lot of like mental 
just like being present every day and then having to go and train after that, it was kind of just like a lot all at once. Um, but I mean, I knew how to manage it because from a young age, I was doing gymnastics and balancing that. Um, but I think, I think that's probably why I didn't like it so much. And then COVID kind of threw a wrench in everything too, like from going to seeing people and my friends all day, every day. And then to just online, it was, it was a big adjustment. Yeah. The online thing kind of takes away all the fun of senior year. Uh, I mean, yeah. for me, it's been a little while, but I remember, you know, senior year was like, I had half the class load. And so I got to kind of just hang out more, like literally just see friends and come and go. And classes were more or less just like, let me check this up the box and party. Um, so yeah, yeah, that would, I can't imagine what it would be like uh, for my senior year to be COVID. So that's a bummer. I'm sorry about that. Yeah, that's okay. Uh, okay. So, I got <laughs> yeah, I mean, you made it. And uh, you did, you, you did gymnastics. Did you play other sports growing up? Uh, no, I'm well, yes, but no. Also, um, it was kind of like dabbling. There was a maybe a year when I was six or seven that I took off of gymnastics and I tried pretty much every other sport and found out I was not athletic whatsoever. Um, I remember my first day of back, basketball practice, I shot the basketball at the net, came right back at my nose. And I was like, that's it. <laughs> I'm done. Um, so after that, I decided to stick with gymnastics. Got it. Um, what was it like, how long were you doing CrossFit until you realized like, Hey, I'm, I'm pretty good at this or like, I'd like to be competitive. Cause I think, it, um, a lot of people, especially as the sport grows, you know, of course I, you know, I work with a, a competitive CrossFit company. And so we get a ton of people that like want to make the game. So I like, everybody wants to make the games. Um, mm -hmm. but some people are early on can recognize, you know, maybe it's not in my cards genetically physiologically or i just don't want to put in the work right because that's a big piece of it what was it like for you was there a moment where you realized like hey i'm pretty good at this like i'm growing pretty fast um was it was there a moment like that um probably when i first made the games in 2018 um since i started it only a couple months before the um online qualifier or the age group qualifier I didn't really know where I was or where I stacked up. All I knew is that I wanted to make the games and I wanted to do whatever I could to make the games uh, because my friend had made it the previous year in 2017. I was like, oh, wow, that looks really cool. Um, so I kind of just like went through the open and did okay and then ended up like sneaking in and qualifying to the games. I was like, oh, wow, I'm actually like pretty decent at this. So, yeah. Yeah. Well, that's a pretty, yeah, it's a pretty good indicator. You might be pretty good if you make the <laughs> CrossFit games for the teens. Um, what, if you were a character in any movie, who would you be? Man, I just got asked this question the other day. Um, I have <laughs> no clue. I've honestly, I've been thinking about it the last two nights. And I still have no clue. <laughs> um, Oh man, we got to think of something. Yeah, I, I I wish I had an answer for you. <laughs> we'll circle back to that. Uh, what was your favorite cartoon growing up? Favorite cartoon? Um, maybe SpongeBob. 
Okay, yeah, you're not a SpongeBob character, so no, um, no, no. Uh, what What do your parents do for a living? My mom is an oncology nurse, and then my dad is a firefighter. Okay. Um, did you ever have an ambition to be either one of those? Are they both uh, in Michigan? Yes, they live in Michigan. Yep. Um, I did lean more towards firefighter for a little bit. Um, but I don't know. I I didn't feel like it was really something that I'd be that passionate about doing. And obviously with a job like that, with people's lives on the lines, you have to be passionate about that work. Yeah. You got to want to do that for sure. Yeah, for sure. Um, and then I don't think I ever really took an interest in nursing. Got it. Uh, if you could describe yourself in three words, or if your friends were describing you in three words, what would it, what would they be? Um, I'd say maybe like compassionate, um, funny and, um, thoughtful. Nice. Um, you're a Christian, right? Yes. Were you raised that way or is that a decision you made like in on your own and your through an experience outside of the the home? Um so honestly a little bit of both. Um I was raised as a Catholic. My whole family is Catholic and um that's kind of all I knew growing up and then I'd say in high school there was a phase where I was like um it's not so much I didn't believe in God, but I just didn't know who he was. Um, and so honestly, moving down here and being around a big group of Christian people and having my brother down here, who's also Catholic, um, they kind of like reopened my eyes to God and just helped build that relationship with him. That's great. Yeah. Um, do you go to church in Cookville or do you go... Do you go- do you do like online? I know it's everybody kind of does something a little different down there. Yeah, I I go to church. Um, I I enjoy being actually in the service, and I feel like I can be more present. For sure. Um, so you're originally from Michigan, right? Yes. What yep. part of Michigan? It's about an hour north of Detroit. It's called Shelby Township. Got it. I'm sure everyone knows where that is. Um, so, uh, born and raised there. Yes. Yep. Did you, did you grow up traveling much or were you pretty landlocked to, um, we actually did travel quite a bit. Um, my family would go on vacations like once a year, we'd try to make that a priority. And then with gymnastics, that kind of took me in various parts of the country. Got it. Did you ever expect to do gymnastics like professionally or uh, like go to college for that or the Olympics or something like that? Was that your goal? Yeah, definitely. Um, I'd say when I was younger, maybe like six, I was dead set on the Olympics. Um, As I grew up into like my teenage years, I was definitely focusing more on college and that was the goal. And it kind of just was that until it wasn't. Makes sense. People grow out of things. Yeah. When when you get to the gym, if you get to play your own music, what song are you playing? 
probably some sort of Christian rap or pop. Um, I've been really digging that lately. Uh, if you would have asked me two months ago, it probably would have been like Post Malone, like just pure rap and like normal pop. But um, Rich has really changed me with his uh, Judah and the Lions music. <laughs> um, the barn is a, a different vibe, I would imagine. Yeah. Um, so uh, when you were going to the Atlas Games this year, um, what were your thoughts around that? Like, were you pretty confident that you would qualify or were you like, there's a chance I can qualify. I just got to play my cards right. Like what was your, and the reason why I asked that is because like, you know, you have returning games athletes that typically know they've got the capacity to qualify, right? Like mm-hmm. Vellner going into the competition, he's like, I'm going to qualify, you know? Yeah. Um, so what was your mindset around that? Were you like, mm, I'm hoping for top 10, but if I'm, if I'm on point, I'm, I'm going to the games. Like what was your thoughts? Um, I mean, the goal overall goal was definitely to qualify, but Going into the weekend, I wasn't really thinking about that much because my goal was to win. Um, so I was, I mean, between that and just performing to what I knew I could do and what I was capable of, um, those were my two top goals. So that kind of gave me something to chase rather than putting all that pressure on of qualifying to the games. Yeah. What was your favorite workout at the semifinals? Um, probably the first one with the ski parallel handstand push up and lunge. Um, I looked really horrible, that, but I also really hate it because it left me super, super sore and in, in the pain cave. But, um, that was my first kind of like, I think that was my first taste of success in the elite division. So it was cool to kind of go into the weekend with that tiny bit of added confidence. Yeah, you won that event, right? Yes. Yeah. Um, and that was a freaking tough event. Like, uh, not. I mean, I don't want to say it's not. Tr- it's not traditional CrossFit, but like that many lunges, like that's muscular. You know, like that's a lot of muscular fatigue. Yeah. Um, so I, you know, it's just you tap into a different energy system when you have to continue to do those lunges uh, without a break. And so, kudos to you. That was. Like just watching different people, that workout took different people out, you know? Yeah. Um, yeah. I feel like it definitely, it, it took me out, but like in a good way, yeah. <laughs> I was, I mean, I was hurting and that last of lunges, like I, I called the crowd to like start cheering me on for the last section. I was like, uh Oh, what did I do? I don't think I can pick up the bar. I can't make it. <laughs> I was like, just spit it and you'll be done. <laughs> yeah. Um, the Atlas Games, um, on the men's side, there was that guy, Nicholas Joyel, who uh, won the first couple of events. And then recently it came out that he was uh, tested positive for some type of PED. What are your thoughts about that? Um, I don't know. I mean, I think anytime there's somebody that, intentionally takes drugs um i i'm not a huge fan of that um i i mean i do respect that he was able to come out on social media and not hide behind anything and not lie about anything and just 
say straight up, hey, I was, you know, in a bad place and I did take these drugs and it did affect me and I'm sorry about it. Um, but, you know, I'm not a huge fan of when people intentionally take drugs to get an edge on the competition. Yeah, I don't think many people are. Yeah. Um, yeah. yeah. What's your... Uh, What's your earliest memory in life? Um, I want to say maybe Disney. My, uh, my grandparents live about maybe an hour and a half from uh, Orlando. So growing up, we'd go to Disney all the time. And I can remember like being pushed in my little stroller and watching Tinkerbell like fly across the <laughs> sky at night. I think that's probably my earliest memory. That's awesome. I grew up going to Disney once a year as well. Um, where, where are your? You say your grandparents are from? An hour and a half outside of there. Yeah, they're from Claremont. Okay. Yeah, I'm from Lakeland, so it's not not too far. Okay. Um. So, uh, I was I was gonna go somewhere with that, but um, <laughs> maybe I won't now because I'm I'm I forgot. Did you have a nickname growing up? Um, there was Paigey, uh, that was one that a lot of people would call me. There's also, um, my friend and I came up with like a fake language, like all five-year-olds do. And, um, that made me call my dad doozers. And now he calls me poozers still to this day. <laughs> which is really cute. Um, maybe a tad bit outgrown, but, um, I still, I still appreciate that he's looks at me like I'm his little girl. So (laughs) that's adorable. Um, do do you have a nickname of mayhem? Do they call you anything different? They call you pagey. No, well, actually they, some of them call me PP by my initials to kind of haze me. Is they know I don't like that. Um, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, and actually, well, it started with Guy because he didn't realize that it it was like <laughs> kind of rude. <laughs> um, I mean, not rude, but just like. He didn't get the innuendo. Yeah, he didn't get it. Um, and well, yeah. I love foreign people. They just do what they want. <laughs> yeah. He, yeah. He does what he wants whenever he wants. And he could just be like, oh, I didn't know. I didn't yeah. know. Yeah. We're like, yeah, you yeah. did. <laughs> um, so at, at Mayhem, do you have like a coach? Like is Jake your coach or is Rich your coach or is it kind of for you? Like where do you get like your consistent direction from? How does that work for you? Um, a little bit of both between Jake and Rich. Um, I don't really have a coach here. Um, they for the most part, they tell me what to do and I do it, which is kind of the relationship that I like anyways. Um, but Darren, uh, whenever I was in Michigan, he was coaching me at the time. It, w- it was kind of the same deal. Um, obviously, they they still help me out with stuff if I need it as far as like pacing, strategy, whatever. Um, but I kind of like a more hands-off style, just – tell me what to do and I'll get it done. That's good. Who's your favorite 
I know this is probably tough for you. Who's your favorite person to train with at Mayhem? Like to, if you're going to pick one person to do a Metcon with, who is who are you picking? That is tough, but I have to say Bailey because we we stick together and usually we're partnered up for our like one to one workouts. So yeah, I'd probably go with her. Who is your first, like who is your favorite person to compete against at Atlas? Uh, probably Emma, just because we were kind of toe and toe in a lot of the workouts, and she gave me a really good push, and she's super fit. So, yeah. Yeah, I agree. And you, you work with Wit. Do you have any other sponsors? Yeah. Um, I I I work with Mayhem Athlete. It's not anything like formal, but um, that and buffalo brew coffee house here we have a little relationship going um but what's my only contractual agreement right now got it and you know wits out of the uk how did you get connected with wit of like of all the of all the apparel opportunities how did that come about yeah um so back in 2020 there was the strength and depth competition that i qualified for and um i think that's when it was a uh I think it was called sanctional at the time. Um, and like, one year, something like that. Yeah, it was that it was that one year and it was like right before COVID happened. Um, but I qualified for that and ended up competing there. And just before somebody uh, from wit reached out to me and asked me if I wanted some free stuff for the weekend, I was like, heck yeah, bring it on. And um, after that, um, we started talking more and working together. That's great. Yeah. Um, do you, uh, outside of doing CrossFit, what, what's your favorite thing to do, especially in Cookville? Um, in Cookville, I really like going hiking. Um, it's Michigan's very flat. So it's a really nice, like, change of terrain and like different views and stuff um right now with games training it's I, I don't really get to do as much as I'd like just because I'm like so exhausted and anytime any downtime I have I typically use for resting now and recovering um if you were to going to give advice to a maybe a 15, 16 year old that's getting into CrossFit and has aspiration to go to the games, what would you, what would you tell them? Um, I'd tell the teenager to like, keep it fun, um, at this stage. And I mean, it's definitely like, you can use it as a valuable tool and use it to learn how to, um, you know, manage doing multiple things at once, especially if you're in school. Um, and, managing training and schoolwork and kind of use it as like a tool that way. Um, but yeah, I'd, I'd keep it fun and, you know, work hard, but yeah. Uh, a lot of professional CrossFit athletes have some type of sports background, whether it is gymnastics, uh, weightlifting, swimming, or even like, you know, football, things like that. What do you think is the most helpful sport? Like if you, had a kid and you wanted that kid to be the next CrossFit Games champion, what sport are you picking if you have to pick one sport for them to grow up playing? Um, 
I feel like it'd be a good toss up between gymnastics and weightlifting, uh, just because those are, I feel like two of the predominant sports that like help lead into CrossFit since it's a such big part of CrossFit. Um, yeah. Got it. Yeah. <clears throat> the, it's a question that I, I ask on most shows or most episodes uh, and I actually got it from Chris at Buffalo Brew. So uh, you might be familiar with this. I know, right? Like how many people get a okay. question from Chris, <laughs> right? Um, <laughs> it's the trolley dilemma. Are you familiar with the trolley dilemma? No. Okay. He Wait. probably didn't call it that anyways. Um, so basically it's a, it's a study that's done in like psychology tests and um, or like surveys. Basically, if you had control of a switch for a train to go in one direction or another and in one direction is a loved one of yours say a parent right um something like that and then in the other direction is five strangers and you have to choose for the train to go in one direction or the other which one are you choosing wow that's a deep question chris my goodness i know i walked into the coffee shop one day and there was like 10 people debating about it and I was like, wow, this is an unusual conversation. Man, um, that's really hard. Um, I think I'd have to go with like pushing the train towards the strangers. <laughs> <laughs> if it was, I know, I'm, I'm just trying to get you to, to make questionable comments on the podcast. That's all. Um, yeah. I'm just kidding. If it was a hundred people, hundred strangers and one loved one, what are you doing now? I think I have to go with the stranger. <laughs> <laughs> Who I are you picturing like, as I, your loved one? Is it is it your mom or your dad? Who are you picturing when I ask that question? My mom. Got it. So yeah. mom's a big deal. Yeah. Um, if you did teams, who would be on your team? Um, well, so we have a kind of running joke going right now. Um, the Mayhem McAllisters. Um, that's me, Gee, Tyler, and Bailey. So I feel like I'd I'd have to go with that. Um team. Hell of a team. Yeah. Do you think that if you had a team with Bailey, Gee, and Tyler, that you guys would beat the other mayhem teams? Maybe maybe not Rich's team even though that's still part of the question, would you beat the other teams? Um, I think they'd have a good chance. I think, <laughs> I think everybody there is super fit um, individually. And I think they do have an edge on us team wise since they are, you know, training for the games right now and using the worm a lot and doing a lot of synchro. I think we could pull it together and we work well together. So love it. I'd like to see that go down. <laughs> That'd be a good show. Uh, it would be growing up or I guess you're still kind of in that growing up phase, but uh, yeah. who, who is your favorite CrossFit athlete? Maybe prior to becoming a pretty well-known one yourself. Um, I think I'd, I think I'd have to go with Tia um, or, Rich, I feel like I'm definitely biased towards Rich, um, but 
you know, Rich on one hand, he, he kind of started that era of domination in the sport, which was super cool to see. I didn't get to see it um, in real time, but uh, looking back on, you know, videos and documentaries, um, I've, I think he's, he's definitely a legend. Um, and then Tia, she brought that into the woman's side of the sport. Um, and yeah, so I admire that. Uh, what, if you could make up a CrossFit workout or maybe there's already one, but what's your favorite CrossFit workout? Um, I'm not sure that I have a favorite workout right now, but if I had to make one up, it definitely have GHDs in it. Um, probably parallel handstand pushups. I love those. And some either squat snatch or power clean. Okay. So are we doing like a chipper or are we doing rounds for time? I do like a good chipper. Okay. So is it like uh, 60 GHDs? Mm, bump it up. Okay. Like, like 90 GHD to start? And God, that suck. Uh, and then what, like 40 parallel handstand push-ups? And then... Maybe 45. 45 okay go with the numbers yeah and then uh i'm writing this down 90 and then 45 and then uh 15 heavy power clean and jerks like 175 for women i don't know what that is for guys would you say 175 yeah holy crap um i think 175 would be like two 235 for men maybe um maybe 245 well you heard it here first folks workout of the week 90 ghds 45 is it a four inch parallel um we do a blue rogue plate and an ab mat on top for the ladies and then just the ab mat for the guys i'd have to i don't even know what that measurement would be but we'll say <laughs> we'll say four inches six inches but um yeah, that works gosh i'd I mean, I don't want to do that workout, but I would. I don't think um, I do. But <laughs> <laughs> I mean, especially going from the 90 GHDs and your midline's just blown trying to do this other stuff. Oh, um, yeah. <laughs> what uh, what's one thing you're most looking forward to at the games, like event wise? Like, which because you, I mean, you typically know there's probably going to be around 15 events. Um, there's going to be some short ones, some long ones, some traditional CrossFit ones, and some unique ones what are you most looking forward to um probably a swim if there's a swim in there um i did swim all throughout high school so i absolutely love it um i feel like that's an area in crossfit that i excel um so i think i'd have to go with that well it's for sure well i don't want to say for sure as if i know but you know obviously they posted the teaser with a pool swim so i think we're i think everyone's pretty confident there's going to be a pool workout this year um, <laughs> which is really exciting it's more fun to watch a pool workout than it is to watch a mile swim in For a two sure. mile kayak even though it's a great test but yeah it's not as yeah. fun to watch um yeah and we, I, like i can still taste pool water right now because i came from a pool workout right before this podcast and like okay 
that would be the last thing I would be looking forward to personally, <laughs> um, especially with devil presses, but it's neither here nor there. What, uh, if you could compete in any other competition besides the games, which one would it be? And I mean, like, I know that you've already done Wadapalooza, but Wadapalooza, Rogue, Dubai, things like that. Which one, if you had the choice, would you most look forward to? I think Rogue. Um, if, I mean, I think it's just a well put on competition, at least from the spectator point of view. I haven't actually been there. Um, but I think that'd be cool, especially if it's in Texas too. I, I love Texas. So. Yeah. Likewise. Uh, Rogue was a good, it was a good competition, I would say. Um, and I don't know, you know, I was there last year and it was an awesome competition. It's actually where me and Soroka, my producer, who's, um, somewhere behind the scenes here. Um, yeah. that's where him and I got to connect in person officially. But anyways, uh, it was a great, huge awesome competition for the athletes but in terms of spectators it really wasn't very many people um so i don't know if you know it was like 45 minutes outside of austin i would have thought with it being near austin that it would have more people but who knows why that was and uh i think it was end of october early november last year too so um but if anything i would just say rogue was awesome but it, it would be better to see more spectators, you know what I mean? Like if two yeah. or three times the amount of people, cause you know, Wadapalooza has shoot. I don't even know, like a hundred thousand people over the three or four Wadapalooza days. And is, um, is a yeah. fun competition. Yeah. L next year. Do you think you'll compete again? Or do you think you'll go? Wa have you ever been to Wadapalooza and not competed? No, it is. No, I've only competed there. I went there twice and competed both times. Um, I can't say what it's like to compete because I've never done that, but I do know it is a awesome time as a spectator. Um, it, it looks like it. Yeah. Yeah. So uh, although, I mean, like, you know, I worked throughout Waterpalooza last year just because, you know, with lab and, and things like that, um, it was a lot of work. And I would say that I probably put like, we probably did 20,000 steps a day. Wow. Um, so it's an exhausting competition to go to, but still like you, you leave it and you're like, man, that was like spring break for CrossFitters. Um, yeah, yeah. but like without the, all the regrets of normal spring break, but which you wouldn't know because you've been professional CrossFitting since you were a teenager. So you probably don't know what normal spring break is like for yeah. typical 18 to 22 year olds, which is not a bad thing, but, I um, spring break in Shelby Township, Michigan training. <laughs> yeah. yeah. That was not like Daytona Beach for sure. Um, uh, if you could put anything up on a big blank billboard over the busiest intersection that you know, what would it say? Um, maybe like, mm, I don't know, something religious, something about Jesus. Um Maybe like I don't know, I don't know. Something about Jesus. Something, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <Here>. <laughs> um, yeah, I don't know. Are you a reader? Do you like to read? Um, I yes and no. If I can get into a book, then I do like it. Um, but my attention span isn't super long. So I tend to get like distracted and have to reread over and over. So. Yeah. I, you know, it's funny cause I, I read a lot, but I'm very similar. Um, 
I got into a mode about two years ago because I'm one of those people like when I start something, I like to finish it. Um, and so I used to just finish books because I'm like, well, I started it. I got to finish it. And I would look back and like not remember a thing about the book because I only read it so I could finish it. And I, I didn't like it. But now these days, like two years ago, I just freed myself from that mindset. If I start a book and I'm like, first 10 pages or something, I'm like, okay, well, I don't love it, but let me keep reading. And if I read like 50 pages and I'm like, I'm not in love with this book, I just put it away um, and start a new book. So yeah. I have a super hard time focusing as well. It has to be intriguing and it's interesting to me. Fortunately, I'm interested in like a wide variety of things. So yeah. um, it makes it easier for me to read, but I uh, I definitely can empathize with the feeling. What's the last book that you read or maybe like your, one of your favorite books that you've read? Um. The last book I read, I don't exactly remember the name of it, but um, it was about America's first all-black rowing team, high school rowing team. Um, And it was recommended by one of my mom's patients that she works with, and he gave me the book. I was like, eh, like, I'm, again, like, not super into books, but if somebody recommends something, I'll be like, yeah, I'll give it a read. And it was it was really cool. Awesome. What do you remember what it was called? I I do not, unfortunately. No um, that's the worst too when you're like you love a book and but you don't remember the name. It's like, how do I not remember the name? I really like that book. Yeah. Um that happens to me more often than I would like it to. Uh anyways, um we like to wrap up the show typically with a handful of like rapid fire questions and then maybe one or two more deep questions. Um, one of those being uh, summer or winter? Summer. I, I imagine coming from Michigan. Yeah. Um, what's your favorite number and why? Uh, seven. And I don't really have a specific reason, but it kind of, I like I like odd numbers for some reason. Like uh, my radio always has to be on an odd number, um, and usually it's like seventeen or twenty-seven. Well, twenty-seven if if we're blasting. <laughs> um, ironically enough, twenty-seven is my favorite number. But uh, maybe I'm just always blasting. I'm kidding. Um, <laughs> that was so dumb. But anyways. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> what uh if you could choose between talking to all animals or knowing all human languages what would you choose mm, talking to animals what what kind of animal would you like to talk to the most probably a pig because they're my favorite animal <laughs> what why like how oh i don't know you never know like they seem pretty lazy, but I don't know. Like, I feel like they could be pretty interesting. <laughs> it might take you by surprise. Expect that. I, yeah, clearly. <laughs> uh, do you? I mean, I don't. I don't want to pull the age card, but are you? Do you, are you old enough to know the movie Babe? No. It's about a pig. Um, For real? Soroka, Soroka, can you pull this movie up? Yeah. Um, yeah. Watch. <laughs> <laughs> or uh what about charlotte's web yes yeah okay there's a pig in charlotte's web right babe look at uh, that 
never seen this. You got to watch, babe. I don't even remember a thing about it besides it's about a pig. <laughs> I mean, this is like probably early 90s. And it's a 6.9 out of 10 on the IMDb. That's pretty good. Um, he was oh. raised by sheepdogs in rural English farm. He learned to her- herd sheep. Uh, yeah, he talks to dogs and stuff. Yeah, you got to watch, babe. Some pretty interesting stories to tell me. I could speak with him. Yeah. Well, he speaks in this movie, but um, so uh, are you a texter or do you rather talk on the phone? Texting or talking? Hi. Go figure. Yeah. Um, yeah. Last. No, nah, maybe we have maybe we have two questions here, but um, how much of the success in the sport of CrossFit, maybe including your own, um, if you were going to draw like a pie graph, and attribute the percentage to hard work and a percentage to genetics, what percentage would you say plays a part in like professional CrossFit athletes? Um, that's a hard question. I don't know a ton about like genetically um, how much that plays a factor, but I feel like this is going to be an, a very uneducated guess, but I think I'd have to say maybe 70% hard work, 30% genetics. Sure. Yeah. And it, you know, it's this kind of question that um, because it genetics plays a part, it could be different for everybody. So there's no right or wrong answer for sure. Um, some people might say 90% hard work, 10% genetics. Some people say 50, 50. Uh, I think it largely has a lot to do with your, like your background, right? Like how hard was it for you to get here? Some people, do it in a year. Some people try for 12 years and don't do it at all. Um, so I'm always interested in people's thoughts around that. Uh, Paige, last but not least, how do you want people to remember you? And when life is said and done, you're relatively young, so you probably don't think about that too much. But, uh, if you do think about it, what comes to mind? Um, I just want to make sure that I do my best to like live a life live the life that Jesus has called me to do and um, become more like him every day and just shine in his light. So I hope that people remember me as somebody that's nice, somebody that can talk to and um, yeah. Love it. That's That's great. Paige, thanks for being on the show. Um, It's been awesome watching uh, you the past year. And it was awesome watching you qualify for the CrossFit Games. And congratulations on that. That's going to be so exciting and so fun. Thank you so much. Absolutely. Um, I look forward to seeing you in person here in a couple weeks uh, in Madison, Wisconsin. But until then, uh, best of luck with all the volume. Get some rest. (laughs) Have some fun. And uh, thanks again for being on the show. Yeah, thanks so much for having me.